Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And I, I got distracted because I was a little late hitting the button there, so it may have just said hello instead of hello. That's okay, we can be a bit more British. Hello, Al. Welcome to Media Monday Show. <laughs> As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm still not John. Wait, I'm supposed to do an accent or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do accents. Pip, pip, cheerio. Yeah, pip, pip, cheerio. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this is episode 73 of, uh, for, uh, what what is this? November 2nd, 2020? The day before election day. The day before it all changes. Yeah, yeah. Like three days before the Civil War. Yep. That's where a lot of people are acting. Like there was a second there, I guess, where where like Walmart pulled their guns and ammo. Oh really? And wow. then like people threw a fit, so they put them back. <laughs> but like yeah, they were like we're concerned with the the overall um, air of things and um, yeah yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens. There may be another. Ooh. Movie uh, Media Monday show in two weeks, or there might not be. Yeah, yeah. The internet could blow up. It very well could. The whole world could blow up. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, anyway, um, let's see here. I, I guess we could jump into some news, or do you have anything else to comment before? We didn't, we didn't um, make I mean, any sort of joke about it being episode 73. Not that there's any sort of, I don't know, I, I don't a degree above room temperature since we did room temperature last. I, 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 I did room temperature last time and it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, 73, the amount of bodies that I have buried in my backyard. That's a lot of bodies. Yeah. I mean, it was a slow Halloween, so next year I'll, I'll make up the difference. So, how many trick-or-treaters did you have? We had 18 in total. How many did you have the last year? Uh, probably around, like, 70. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, we get a sizable amount. Not as much as some other people do, because it's kind of hard to see if our house is available. And so, a lot of people just kind of go on by. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah. Like, last year, I'm pretty sure that we had... Well, over 70, actually. Okay. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. We probably had like like 30 last year. Yeah. And this year, we turned off our lights and hids like we're Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, that was my childhood. It was Halloween turning off the lights and hiding. But anyway. Like, I never... I never um, punished people, but there was one woman who we walked up. She had her light on. We knocked. She looks at us. She comes over to the door, and we're all ready to say trick or treat. And she turns off the light and then walks away. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> at least she could have popped her head out and said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm all out of candy. Or I'm sorry. I forgot the light on. You know, just something. Right. 
you know the apparently in St. Louis, the you, when you trick or treat, you have to have a joke. You have to have a joke, really. Yep, you tell a joke when you trick or treat. Like the 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 trick or treaters or the 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 people handing out candy. The trick or treater. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, you'd have seventy trick or treaters, and you'd hear like, I don't know, probably like fifty different jokes. <laughs> Assume there's okay. going to be some sort of overlap. How many Halloween jokes are there? Sure. Uh, probably a few thousand. Okay. I'm sure. I suppose. But yeah, that's news to me. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, I it's, it's a St. Louis thing, apparently. I don't know apparently, if it's like yeah. that anywhere else, but I, I know it's like that in St. Louis. Yeah. I've never heard of that and I've never done that. I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, no. I, I like the idea, but yeah. Um, you should, you should start making people give you a joke. Before you give them candy? Yeah. I'll give them bonus candy. Cool. All right. Now that we've wasted another, like, four minutes. Okay, yeah. Let's get jump into, into the, the news. news? <laughs> let's get into that news. All right. Um, so AMC, in order to stop the hemorrhaging that is, you know, their bankruptcy, they sold 15 million shares to try and stay a little bit more liquid. Is that That's a lot, isn't it? Uh, that is, that is, it's, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's really just them just doing last ditch effort to try and stay afloat. But I mean, seeing how a lot of places around the world are going into their second lockdown, I, I don't see it getting any better for AMC. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, uh, when I, um, I used to do this like micro investing thing and you'd, like put little bits of money into like bunches of stocks yeah and um and at one point i was like i'm gonna buy a single share of amc theaters and at the time it was like ten dollars and fifty cents how much is it now 236 wow you still have that share i do not okay good so you got out of it before <laughs> right yep Completely I almost tanked. lost eight dollars. Yeah. Dang it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a bad time to be an AMC stockholder. Or it, it really if is. you think it's going to come back, it might be a good time to be an AMC stockholder buyer, stock buyer. It's it's not coming back. It's just not. It's it's one of the ones that is definitely going to go under. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to shake out from all this. Like, um. Like, I mean, I can see that a lot of AMC's will just be bought up by other places like Regal or Draft Houses or something. You know, something is going to come in and yeah, and buy them up because what these spaces. The, what if it's the the movie producers like or Netflix, so they have theaters to show their theaters movies in? Or I mean, they could. Uh, Amazon could definitely do something like that too. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't see that necessarily happening. I think a lot of those places are very happy to shift to streaming only. Yeah. Uh, especially seeing how we don't know if another pandemic is like, like this is going to happen. I'm, right. Disney uh, has officially shifted, so they're going to aim more towards things produced for streaming than theaters. So, right. like, why, why invest so much money advertising and producing and 
all that stuff if you're just going to have to release it on your VOD anyway. Right. So skip the middleman. Uh, talking also about bad investments, uh, <laughs> Quibi was unable to find a buyer. And I, I added this year. I saw that they're they're supposed to uh, probably be shutting down around December first. Okay. So if you are a fan of Quibi, and, um, now's your last chance to go into the last few shows. Uh, there, there's actually a new show coming out uh, in the next two weeks. I, uh, it's on the the dock here later on Quibi. I mean, I think that if you have shows that you enjoy, I would not be surprised if those shows become available on something else. Right. Um, or at least they might get reshot and put onto something else because the producers were able to hold their IP. That was part of the whole Quibi right, yeah, thing. Yeah. So they might not necessarily be able to have the same actors or be able to use the same footage, but that concept can be used again to make another television show or another movie right. or something along those lines. So, you know, there's chances. And I have to say that a lot of the shows did have good concepts. I didn't watch any of them, but, you know, I like their concepts. Um, also, HBO Max had reported... Um, like 25 million users, mm -hmm. but most of those people don't actually like use it. And apparently just the amount of new users is about 12 million. So that shows really poor numbers for HBO max. Okay. I wonder how many of those, like, so they may actually have like 25 million people who have accounts or yeah, that have or quote unquote, have access. access to it. But that's because, because they, they give have it away Comcast. for free. Yeah, yeah. If you because if you have a Comcast account, you get HBO Max. No, it's right? uh, AT and T. AT and T. I'm sorry. If you have AT and T, you get HBO Max. So there's plenty of people that technically have access to it, right? But they're not actually using it, and the real number is closer to 12 million who are actually using it and accessing it. Which I mean, they they're not making their product available on a lot of different platforms, so. Right. I'm I mean, that's a big it. part of that. I like it. Too. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I like some of the shows, but I don't have anything to watch them on. Right. That's true. You should really get one of the new Chromecast things. Yeah, I might. If, the, if my fire stick starts to die, I think I'll switch over to that. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so Netflix has made a deal with four different anime producers. Um, produce a series of animated films and television shows. Okay. Um, in order to cover their butts, that way they don't have to worry about live action for the next few years. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. They, I feel like they should be doing what all the other like studios and things are doing, which is holding things to to wait until they have it produced, or you know, like. Yeah. Like Netflix just kind of like, we got this, let's drop it. We got this, let's drop it. And mm -hmm. and you get like, like something like, it was like July or something had like 72 new series, like new seasons of things or whatever from Netflix. Well, yeah. They were also trying to make sure to get as many users on there that were in lockdown and everything as possible. That's true, yeah. Um, but also Netflix... Um, 
they in a lot of their contracts they have it written that they have to air their stuff at a certain time too. Okay. Otherwise, they lose money. Like they have, they owe more money to the people who produce the the work. It's like, okay, we are going to show your stuff by in this date, um, with the option to early release if we choose to. But if we late release, you get this amount of money. Okay. That way you can actually plan your own advertising things or if your things are available or if you're having actors who are being held for an additional season, they know whether or not the metrics come up right. to you know, re-up their contract or be released or whatever. Um, let's see. Also in Netflix news, um, they've gone undergone a price increase that I think has already taken effect. I think it happened like yesterday or the day before yesterday. Okay. Um, so it's gone up from twelve dollars to fourteen dollars for the uh, the basic account, and if you have premium, it's gone up to eighteen dollars a month. Thought it was only like a dollar a month extra for, because when it like it was like thirteen ninety nine or twelve ninety nine before, now it's thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. And the. The premium went from that one may have gone up two dollars or something from like fifteen ninety nine to. Yeah, I never actually look at the premium because yeah. I I don't need the HD and all that crap. Yeah, you don't have a TV that does that, so. Yeah, I'm contented with what I have. Mm-hmm. And I believe my Oculus. I think it can go four K, can't it? Yeah, yeah. So there, I have I have a medium of which I can watch high definition. <laughs> Entertainment, Gino. Don't you definition shame me? I don't know that. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how to search this even. I was gonna, I was gonna Google it, but I don't, I don't know that the because like the which call it like the apps on things if they're, they're like to do 4K, you have to have that the premium account, right? So, yeah, you do. But I, I don't know that like the the Netflix VR will. Uh, will require that to do 4k i honestly i have no idea i can never tell anyway okay fair enough anything above 720p i really can't tell the difference okay i, I am i am that basic <laughs> fair enough all right um speaking of hbo max did you enjoy the brave new world did you watch all that brave new world was peacock um oh, was it? yeah Okay, my bad. Speaking of Peacock, <laughs> uh, did you watch all Brave New World? Uh, I, wa- I I never watched the last episode. Um, well, you'll have plenty of time to do that because it'll always be the last episode. <laughs> uh, I I'm not sure that I haven't I haven't read the book, so I'm not sure. But I I'm not sure that there was much more to to go from there. I mean, from what I understand, they're going to try and do, like, the whole Handmaid's Tale thing where right. it starts based upon the book, and then they'll start going into off-book territory. Right, right. Uh, world. That's not needed. Um, but anyway, so that's definitely not going to happen. It's officially been canceled. So, if you enjoyed it, then, you know, that's all there is to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, also, Sony has bought up Crunchyroll for $1 billion, or somewhere around $1 billion, at least. I'm not happy with this. Oh, really? Why not? Because currently it's it's owned by um, a subsidiary of Time Warner. And um, that means like all the Crunchyroll originals and things that have been coming out 
are on HBO Max. So I've been watching those on HBO Max. And I, I assume once Sony buys Crunchyroll, then that stuff's not going to be available on HBO Max. Although, uh, maybe. Um, Sony doesn't do like their own streaming service or anything, so maybe they'll license it out. Well, Sony does have Funimation, which it has its own Sony has Funimation? Sony owns Funimation. I did not know that. Yeah, they own Funimation, and they have not been getting the high enough numbers, as especially compared to Crunchyroll. Okay. And so a lot of people think that Crunchyroll will remain to be their free thing, kind of like Crackle. Okay. And the Funimation will be the more premium stuff. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, so it might not. And the thing is, they still have to honor all their contracts currently, so it's not like it's going to change overnight. Right. I guess that's true. I'll get tired of anime before it changes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so they bought up Crunchyroll because uh, they really liked the name, I guess, and how it's been advertised. So. Yeah. Okay. But that also means that some things that are currently only available on Funimation might very well become available on Crunchyroll, or they might just get rid of Funimation and Crunchyroll and just use Crunchyroll just in and of itself. Yeah. I don't know. I just merge both of the con- um the the catalogs. Like uh I suppose Crunchyroll has more as far as like in general like uh subbed stuff. Well, Funimation has more like dubbed stuff than Crunchyroll does. And yeah. like Funimation's like user interface on things is a lot better than Crunchyroll's and I don't know. Like, I'm interested to see how that all shakes out, and maybe, like, you'll get better apps for Country Roll, or you'll get, um, I don't know, a combination of things. Yeah, I, I think Sony will at least streamline things. Yeah, that could be all right. So all right. We'll see. We'll you see. make me feel a little better about things. You're welcome, Gino. I'm glad that I could, <laughs> you know, belay some of your worries and woes about where you're getting your hentai. Yes. No. Wait, what? Anyway. What else? <laughs> All right. Uh, moving into COVID news, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has officially moved to June of 2021. Okay. So we'll see if that actually holds steady. I mean, it's got to be really tough to get a slot in the summer of next year right now. Right. That's true. I mean, just competing with. You know, Marvel Disney, it's got to be difficult. Because we're going to have, like, new stuff coming out, like, every three weeks. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It is. I'm not going to go to the theaters because, you know, I, I'm going to watch everything via the Oculus for the next year and a half. And <laughs> like I can get my Regal Unlimited back for another while anyway, so. Right. We'll see. We're, uh, we're hitting the point. Uh, December 1st is when they're going to reactivate the, the AMC... Stubbs A-list yeah. thing. And I think, yeah, we're definitely going to cancel that. But I'm, I don't know. I think they only require like three months or something like that for AMC. Yeah. I mean, they technically, I could have probably kept my subscription and not had to pay anything because it would have just been October, I think, the first month which they would have charged me. Yeah. And, and most of the theaters down. are closed. Like, yeah, most of the theaters around here are closed to the public anyway, so... 
But I'm I'm not I'm not frustrated. It's not like I'm planning on going in the next few months anyway, so Right. It's just frustrating that, you know, I am closed out of it. Although I've never been contacted by them saying that I owe them money or anything. Right. I don't I don't think they will. I mean they've reached out to some people. Really? Yeah. And said that you are still liable for the rest of your contract. Because you, with uh, Regal Unlimited, you signed a contract stating that you will pay monthly, but you're paying for a whole year. Hmm. Okay. And so I got out of it, and then literally the next month, I heard that they were reaching out to some people, and it's like, eh, they can try. I'll change credit cards. <laughs> Good luck. Send me over to collection, I guess. Try getting me into court for that. Right. No, I literally did not ever have access to a theater. Well, he never had access to the theater within a reasonable amount of distance, which is a way to void a contract, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's something that's uh, that people are having to worry about. Um, also, speaking of courts, um, Amazon has announced, or they, they used in a actual lawsuit they were receiving um, that... Anybody who uses anything on Prime who have ever bought anything from Amazon, you don't actually own the content. That it is a limited license, and therefore, at any time, if their distribution license is up, they can remove your content. Yeah. And that's something that's in the contract, but somebody was suing them, um, and none of their content had actually been removed. And in fact, after the lawsuit, they bought like an additional eight titles on their website and a lot of other ridiculous stuff. But I mean, I don't think this is that surprising. It's frustrating. But they've been doing this with like Kindle for a long time. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how the, the just the digital distribution of things is now. Well, yeah, I mean, because there was a lot of people who bought books via Kindle and they were just removed off of their Kindle without them even knowing about it. And, I mean, it's very frustrating, but still, if you want to actually own something, you have to go out and buy a physical copy and just have it. Or break the DRM and download a copy of it. Yeah, and, I mean, I think for a lot of technical reasons, you can have a backup of that. Yeah, like, legally you're allowed to have a backup of things as long as you don't, like, subvert the the, the copyright protection on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, uh, there, there's an argument to be made that, like, you can buy something and then pirate it and it counts as you having a legal copy of it. Well, sure. I mean, that was the argument for, uh, like, ROMs, uh, for, like, old NES games and mm-hmm. stuff along those lines. If As long as you had a physical cartridge, you could download all the emulators and ROMs that you want, because then that's just you using it on a new medium. Yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, it's technically the same for, like, if you have VHSs, technically you can have a digital copy of it that you did not necessarily get legally as long as you're not distributing those if you now here's the big issue with those kinds of things is that you're usually with those sites you're seeding things as well right which is illegal right um that's where you're breaking the law because you are distributing it to masses uh of which you know 
that that's where people are getting a lot of issues when it comes to that. So that's a little education in pirating for you. Yes. That make sure you're just not seeding anything. And technically you're not legally, you know, you're not illegally breaking the law as long as you have a physical copy somewhere. Yeah. I guess. All right. <laughs> well, that's all the news that I had. Did you have anything? Um and I thought of something earlier and then I forgot about it. So <laughs> Uh, no, I guess so, I'm done. Yeah. I appreciate you adding that on there. <laughs> like, no, it was like mid-conversation here. I was like, oh, I should mention that. And then um, I, I forgot. Okay. And now I don't remember what it was. So uh, okay. let's jump into some new releases. Yeah, if it comes up, just go ahead and just interrupt yourself. Yep, I'll be up. all like, so there's this show and it's coming out on Netflix. And oh, yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's going to happen at some point. You're going to have an epiphany. I hope. One can only hope. It may just be gone forever. All right. Uh, Netflix um, has a few new shows over the next couple weeks. Uh, starting with a show called Country Ever After, and uh, it stars. Um, a what's his uh he's uh i can't remember his name it was like coffee something or other. he's a country singer i wouldn't know uh it's a it's um <clears throat> a reality show about like him and his wife and their their family and things okay and that's on netflix yes it seems like a cmt thing yeah uh, i remember they also had that uh because we were we were talking about the the guy from rascal flats oh yeah so yeah, it appears they're doing reality shows with country stars on Netflix. Uh, this guy's like a, a country gospel singer. So, like, I don't know. I, I read his like bio earlier, and and like apparently he uh, he got popular for doing like YouTube videos of like taking popular songs and turning them into like Christian songs. Oh. Yeah. So. I mean, that's probably why I've never really heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know that this is going to be for me. Like, but his uh, his wife's like some sort of dancer or something, like a like a hip hop dancer maybe or that sort okay, of genre. Not like a stripper. No, no, that would be interesting. I might tune in then, like a gospel country singer and his stripper wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the antics to ensue. Uh, let's see here. The next show is uh, Dash and Lily is the name of the show. And it is based on a book called Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Uh, it's an eight-episode young adult series um, where uh, some New York teens begin a romance during the holiday season is what this blurb says. Uh, but, like, it looks like uh, they've got, like, a, a book that was written in and left in a like a bookstore okay. and then they like take it and write in it and leave it at the bookstore and exchange it back and forth. And they've never met and they like, okay. And they learn about each other and they end up daring each other to do things. And I don't know. And like the, the guy doesn't like Christmas and the girl loves Christmas and is like daring him to, do things so that he learns to love Christmas. All right, all right. I'm, I'm calling it right now. One of them is a ghost. 
Uh, what, what was that movie? Last Christmas. Uh, last Christmas, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it it looks kind of cute and fun. Uh, it's a eight episode series. I th- I I watched the trailer and it it seemed pretty linear, like it was giving away everything, and I assumed it was going to be a movie, but no, it's an eight episode series. Okay. So. Yeah, I would have I would have guessed that, that was a movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. There's a kid show called Trash Truck. It's like an animated show about a six-year-old kid and his friend Trash Truck. Okay. <laughs> it's a trash truck. Uh, I got halfway into it and was all like, well, I'll mention it, but I'm not even going to watch the trailer. So, yeah, if you're if you're interested in, if you have kids that are interested in trash trucks... Which, like, my, my nephews might be, I guess. Um, but I, I suppose then it might be for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. There is a comedy series called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Okay. And uh, so... There's a cult Australian comedy trio called Auntie Donna. And uh, this is a six-episode sketch comedy series uh, that is produced by Ed Helms. Okay. And it has a bunch of people in it. I don't remember who, but it was a bunch of comedians. Um, and, and it looks... It looks interesting. Like, it it looks pretty funny, but it looks a little weird. I, I thought I'd give it an episode or two. Okay. Um, let's see here. Then there's um, a miniseries called The Liberator, which is a, uh, it's a World War II animated series. Okay. Um, it's like an animated drama sort of thing. Uh, it's it's Scanner Darkly sort of animation. Okay, where they where they animate over live action. Yeah. Okay. Um. And uh, it's like a four part series miniseries on Netflix that comes out on the eleventh, which is what is that Veterans Day? I think so. November eleventh. I'm not 100% sure on that. I yes, November 11th. Um so that makes sense. <laughs> that it would come out on Veterans Day. Uh oh, let's yeah. see here. I mean that sounds interesting. And then uh the last thing is a series called A Queen is Born. Uh, which is about, I'm trying to remember, it was, uh, it's drag queens. Uh, I think they're, like, helping people do their first drag performance. Okay. So, yeah, A Queen is Born. And that's on Netflix. Okay. Those aren't necessarily my cup of tea, but I'm glad they exist. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Amazon has another James May special 
called Oh Cook. Okay. And uh, he's got a cookbook coming out called Oh Cook something or other. Um, I can't remember what the the subtitle is. Uh, but uh, this is like uh, he, he's right. He's do. It starts off with him saying, "I'm James May, and I can't cook." And it's like, and we'll we'll learn how to cook together, and uh, we'll feast on knowledge. Okay. Um, but uh, apparently, it's James May learning how to cook with um, uh, with somebody who's not actually a chef, but I, I can't. Okay, not like a classically trained chef, but somebody who's a cook. Uh, I, 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 I thought it said it was like. Um, some something that was not a cook. Um, I don't okay. know. I can't remember now. I read this earlier, and now it's later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, there's supposed to be like things that are easy to cook, and there there's supposed to be things that are like in this cookbook he has coming out. So, um, I, I suppose if you watch it and you you could learn to make something from it or uh, decide it sounded interesting and pick up the cookbook and make something from that or I don't know. I like cooking shows, so. Yeah. And I I like James May, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a watch. And it's it's on Amazon, so you can watch it on the Oculus. I can, yeah. I actually enjoy the the Oculus uh, Amazon VR interface. It's all right. It's pretty good. Um, let's see here. Hulu has uh, an animated series called The Mighty Ones. And uh, it's kind of a, it's a DreamWorks um, animation about, uh, it's like things in the wilderness, sort of like vegetables and sticks and leaves and talking things. I don't know. It's okay. kind of a... It looks like a, a younger sort of thing. Although there's like there's like one scene where like the stick like spits all over a leaf, like gets gets sick and then like vomits all over him. And then he's all like, Oh I'm sorry, and the leaf's like, Oh, it's just a little sap, I'm fine, and then like a bug jumps on him and is all like Rrr. Okay. So I don't know how kid kid it is, but it's it's somewhere yeah. in the, the middle there. Sure. Uh, let's see here. The next series on Hulu is called A Teacher. And um, it is about a, a teacher that has a relationship with her student. Uh, it has uh, Kate Mara. And then uh, that's a 10 episode... Um, series. There are three half-hour episodes drop on the tenth, uh, and then it'll come out one per week on Tuesdays. After that, for the rest of them. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh, then there is a Maya Rudolph um, uh, narrated series uh, called Eater's Guide to the World. 
And okay. it almost looks like a nature documentary kind of thing of food. I mean, you had me at Maya Rudolph. Okay. Like, it seems like, uh, yeah, like her her, her uh, narration has to be funny, right? Yeah, like, I enjoy her in anything she's ever in. Like, she is so funny. Like, she just she just dives headfirst in any character mm-hmm. and makes it all her. Like she steals all the scenes she's in. So I'm, I'm all cool with this. I will check this out. It's, I mean, it's got my two favorite things, Maya Rudolph and food. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's what's coming on Hulu. Uh, Quibi has a new series called Q talks, which are like, like Ted talks by comedians from, they're like given a subject and they don't know anything about it and they're going from a teleprompter that sometimes messes up and they have to ad lib. Okay. Um I don't know. It it seems like it could be amusing. It's got um some people I I wrote this the other day so I don't remember who uh but it was like uh I know, like, Christian Shaw's in it, and, um, uh, Jimmy O. Yang, uh, Lisa Kudrow, apparently, Regina Hall, um, so, yeah. There's... Okay, so people who are good at improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? Everybody should buy Quibi for one month. And that way they're all like, oh, we're not going under. And they plan like a dozen extra series. Yeah. And then we should all cancel December 1st. <laughs> Let's give them one last bit of hope. Uh, let's see here. That's it for Quibi. They were coming out with like a, a new show every Monday. And um, I guess that's dried up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so your HBO Max has a interesting series called Two Weeks to Live. And um, it is, it stars, uh, what's her face, Maisie Williams? It's a British TV show. Um, and it's supposed to be, it's a darkly comedic six episode UK import uh, with Maisie Williams as a doomsday prepper who enlists her two brothers uh, on a mission to avenge the murder of her father. Okay. This is her two brothers, but from the trailer, I didn't think they were brothers. Maybe they were two brothers, but not her brothers. Yeah, maybe they are brothers. Because, like, yeah, because, like, one of them was, like, trying to hit on her. Unless, like, okay. they don't know that they're brothers. Her brother? I don't know. But, like, uh, it's, um, it's got, uh, so Maisie Williams and it's got, uh, Sean Clifford, who is, uh, the, uh, the sister in Fleabag. Oh, uh, Claire. Yes. Okay. Um, and she plays, like, some badass mom that like I don't know like the uh, like she's the mom of Maisie Williams and like there's she's like 
high speed chase and shooting guns and it, it seems out of character for what I've seen her in. So, oh, you haven't got to that part in Fleabag yet? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I, I I assume that does not exist in Fleabag. No way to know until you watch it. I guess that's true. I need to watch more. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Then there's another series called Industry, which um is uh from it's produced and the first episode is directed by uh, Lena Dunham. Okay. And it's a eight episode drama about uh, recent college graduates competing for a job at a major London investment bank. Okay. And I don't know it. It's like intense. Like, I don't know. It looks kind of. Um. I don't know. I. I was gonna conf. I was going to compare it to something I've never seen, so I guess that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, there, it, it looks intense but fun. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a drama, so I guess it's okay. more serious. Uh, and that's on HBO, on HBO Max, I guess. So, uh, let's see here. Peacock has, um. They're calling it Save Me 2, like T-O-O. Okay, as uh, well. It's um, the second season of a British series called Save Me. And, um, like, uh, it's, now that I'm saying this, I don't even remember what it's about. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, and the little blurb doesn't tell me either. So it's a sequel to a British series on Peacock. Uh, yeah. So like the the first season aired in the UK, and then the and then it was on Stars, I guess. And uh, now the second season is on P. And it may be like different. Uh, it's I think it's the same main character. As the first season, but like a different story. I so you're you're saving them as well. Okay. <laughs> um. But I. I don't know. Yeah. I I can't remember much about it. Because it, well, it was it was that memorable. Like I don't know. It, it seems like all these like HBO Max and Peacock and. Um, I guess it's mostly HBO Max and Peacock are are bringing in a lot of their original content from the UK. <laughs> yeah. And and that doesn't feel real original to me. But anyway, um Apple TV Plus has a documentary series called Becoming You. And um it is let's see here it's a hundred kids around the world their first two thousand days so like until they're like five years old and it follows them like through that so like you see kids growing up 
in different like African countries and Japan and South America and like around the world. Okay. Um, from like the point they're born until like five years old. Okay, that's that's kind of interesting. It looks really cool, actually. Um, and like I, I'm interested to see like how how people raise their kids at that point in different areas of the world and. Yeah, uh, I may check that out. Yeah. Genuinely sounds interesting, yeah. Uh, and then they also have a uh, DreamWorks animated kids show called Doug Unplugs. And um, it's about a boy robot who is making a delivery to a girl. And she's all like, she gets a ball in the in the delivery and she's like do you want to play and he's like what's play and she's like you have no idea what play is here and, and like they they he like she like teaches him to use his imagination and stuff okay and it it's it seems like it's like uh i don't know it's it's not as young kitty as it's not it's not a, it's 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 apple so it's it's very broad um appeal so it's like it's not completely like like little kid stuff like okay uh, or style it i mean it's still little kid friendly but it's mm-hmm. not it's not something like i would i would sit and watch and be like well i don't want to watch this stupid kid stuff okay so it's a nice balance then. yeah yeah okay compared to trash truck okay yeah yeah <laughs> Um, let's see here. Showtime, which I, I never talk about, uh, has a comedy series called Moonbase 8. Okay. And, uh, it's about a, um, group of people who are prepping to go to the moon in NASA's Lunar Base Simulator in Arizona. And it stars, uh, Fred Armisen... Uh, Tim Heldecker and John C. Riley. Okay, that's an interesting cast. Yeah, and um, it actually looked pretty funny, so I put it on here. Normally, I, I kind of skip over Showtime stuff for some reason. Yeah, well, if you don't got the content, you don't got the content. <laughs> okay, uh, traditional TV stuff. Uh, CBS has a series called B Positive, like the letter B, like the blood yeah. type, because uh, it's uh, this is a sitcom from uh, Chuck Lorre, Lore, the like the producer of um, Big Bang Theory and Men and yeah that guy. every comedy series on CBS yeah yeah, uh, and this stars uh, Thomas Middleditch. And uh, he's a uh, divorced man who needs a kidney donation. And he runs into, like, a girl from high school who's all like, I'll give you a kidney. Okay. And uh, and then hijinks ensue. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but it, it looks kind of funny. I may check out an episode or two of that. I, uh, I'm currently subscribed to YouTube TV, 
So I may just hit the button and have it record it for me. Okay. And get around to that's that's kind of what I'm doing with with YouTube TV is I'm like I might check this out later instead of like seeking it out. I I just let it record things and if I get bored I so like there's that next show that we talked about last time the the one about the the um the guy who's like had created a, a virtual assistant kind of thing that was then like he was warning that it was going to take over the world and it was trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I recorded that and I haven't watched it yet. Okay, um, so you got it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And you just hit the button and add it to your library and it, it just records every, th- every instance of it that comes out. Okay. So that's that's kind of cool. But I'll, I'll probably do that with this show, I'm thinking. Uh, it comes out on Thursday the 5th. And then, uh, Bravo. I, I I don't know why I felt the need to put this in here. Normally, I, I don't I don't put things from like networks like Bravo or because like if I were talking about like streaming movies or whatever, or the, there'd be a bazillion Hallmark movies. Um, but anyway, Bravo Channel has uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. And this is a new series. Um, and uh, it's Salt Lake City, so like. Some of them are Mormon, and I think that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, like, a fair amount of them have to be Mormon. Yep. Like, some of them are, are very Mormon, and some of them are a little Mormon. And it's interesting. <laughs> like, I watched the trailer, it was all like, oh, this could be interesting. Although I, I'm not interested in any of these types of shows at all, ever. So, I, I'm, yeah, I'm interested in this concept, but not actually watching it. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch any of this stuff either, so, you know. Um, I don't know. It looks like a train wreck, but sometimes they're they're fun to watch. Sometimes train wrecks are fun to watch. They are. They are. Uh, let's see here. That's it for TV. Um, there's a single streaming movie on Netflix called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. And it looks kind of cool. Um, it stars... Uh, let's see here. Forrest Whitaker as a, uh, inventor named Geronicus Jangle. Okay. And, uh, he, um, like has to, uh, come up with some money before Christmas to keep his business. This is like a, uh, I think it's like old timey sort of, yeah, like. Uh, kind of like the same sort of time as like a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. like that sort of, and um, and so he's like he makes like a robot, and the robot gets stolen by like his arch rival, and he's got to get it back, and then like get his business back and things. And the uh, the the rivals uh, Keegan Michael Key. Okay. Uh, it's, this is a musical with original songs from John Legend. Uh, let's see here. Ricky Martin's in it. Wow. Uh, Felicia Rashad. Uh, so yeah, like, um, if you want some sort of Christmassy musical sort of thing, then, uh, give it a watch comes out on uh the 13th yeah, Friday the yeah 13th i mean that sounds interesting to me 
Oh, that reminds me. This is not the news thing. But uh, I'll mention it in a second. So, uh, streaming movies. Uh, I've got some VOD movies here. Um, there's uh, Chick Fight. Uh, which is um, like a female fight club. It's a comedy about okay. a female fight club with uh, Alec Baldwin and Bella Thorne. And, um, and like, it's, it's about this girl who, uh, her life is not going well and she gets introduced to this fight club and she's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get into the fight club and I'm going to, I'm going to do well and I'm going to get my life back together sort of thing. I'm assuming by the way you're saying that, that's not what happens. I, I don't know. Uh, it's a comedy. So... Like, I mean, she gets in and she gets her ass kicked at first, and then she's like trains with Alec Baldwin. So, okay, yeah, the, that's what I got from the trailer was that she's so, like, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and like Bella Thorne plays like this badass sort of I'm gonna kick everyone's ass sort of person, the Tyler Durden of this fight club. That'd be awesome if this was like actual female fight club. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with her, like, literally going on a journey where it turns... Like, a comedy version of it where it turns out that she's Tyler Durden. That'd be great. Anyway, um, that's not what this movie's about, though. So, if you go to rent it and expecting <laughs> that, then you're going to be sadly disappointed. Uh, but that's a chick fight. And that's going to be available to rent or buy on the 13th. Um... There's a movie called Come Away, uh, which is a live-action movie uh, from the director of Brave, the animated movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It depicts the childhood adventures of siblings Peter Pan and Alice, uh, like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just prior to their more famous future lives in Neverland and Wonderland. Uh, so, like, Ooh. you've got these... Uh, these two kids who, um, their life is getting turned upside down and they end up like, um, you know, she like falls down the rabbit hole and he like meets the lost boys and like, um, but, uh, let's see here. Uh, Angelina Jolie's one of the parents. Um, I, I, I didn't recognize anyone else. Uh, but that's going to be available to rent on the 13th as well. And um, in actual theaters, uh, I saw a trailer for, I, I think it comes out on Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's called Freaky. It's a horror comedy. Okay. Have, have you seen the trailer for this at all? I don't think so. Uh, it's got, uh, Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn, and it's, this is basically Freaky Friday the 13th. Like, okay. they... Oh, I have seen the trailer for it. Yeah, like, they, they body swap, and, like, uh, he's a serial killer, and she's a high school student, and... Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually fun. interested in this movie, <laughs> even though it's kind of slashery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy horror comedies, actually. Yeah. That's my favorite kind of horror. 
yeah. So, um, I don't know when that'll be available to see other than in theaters, but, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd like to give that a watch once it, once it's available. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for more movies. And, uh, and that's it for new releases. Um, I guess we're going to jump into what we're watching. Sure. Yeah. What have you been watching? I've been watching a fair amount. Okay. Uh, I finished watching, uh, Ted Lasso. And, okay. um, it's, it's really good show. Like it's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Okay. Yeah. You're talking that I had to check it out. Like, um, it's very, it's very wholesome. A wholesome. Okay. But it's not, it's not overly wholesome. Like it's not annoyingly wholesome. Okay. It's not plainly wholesome. Like, like it's, it's, it's a good meme kind of thing. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like. They they do a really good job with the characters. Okay. Um, let's see here. Becca's been watching an awful lot of Good Bones, which is a uh, HGTV series. Um, Aww. on uh, <laughs> yeah, about uh, a mother and daughter couple uh, who rehabs uh, old buildings. And sure. and sells them, and uh, they do it in Indianapolis, so it's interesting. I, I'm like remotely familiar with these neighborhoods and things, so sure, yeah, yeah. Um, We're both from that region, but um, I don't know. Like she, she's watched a lot of that, and I've I've caught. Uh, she's watched like four seasons, and I've probably seen like a season and a half. <laughs> okay, so. Um, that's, that's what my, the YouTube TV has been doing for the last, like, since we got it is her watching Good Bones on. Okay. Repeat. Um, what have you been watching? Uh, you recommended us to watch Sing On and we've watched, I think, two or three episodes of that. Okay. What do you think? And I enjoy it. I mean, I like, um, I can't remember his last name, but I like Titus. He's really good. I don't understand why they keep the people who are voted off right. to sing on. I think that's, you know, I think that's kind of shitty even. I think I think it's rather than making them go away all sad, they want to have them like keep the energy up. Yeah, but it then forces them to try and stick around and sing along like I mean they're just singing I, along with the with the crowd. Yeah. It's not like they're they're actually part of the competition anymore. I think they should be. I think I, there should be like a loser bracket. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but but I, I like it. It's just like I I mean it's very much uh, the weakest link meets a singing show, where yeah. not necessarily the worst singer is the one that's going to go home. That's true. I don't know. I, I, there was like one episode. There's like one episode where like the worst singer goes home every time, and it's great. Yeah, because okay. they they tie every time. Every time there's a tie uh, in the the votes, then whoever is the worst goes home. Ah, okay. 
Well, that's good. That's the way it should be. Yes. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It, I think it should happen that way, but I, I think it's more interesting to have them. It's, there's no, no it's, drama. It, it adds a little bit of drama and everything. <clears throat> but yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that if you like singing shows, it's also family friendly. So, you know, it's, it's worth checking out. Yeah. I literally watch it with my family. So it's, you know, it's all good. Um, I've also been watching with my family, the worst witch. Oh, that, that show. Like it's okay, I guess, but man, is it, I don't know. It's not, oh, it's not, it's very angsty. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept asking, it's easy because I wasn't watching every episode. I was just in the room while they were watching. I was like, oh, what happened? And they're like, oh, the main character girl, she got into trouble and this and that. Uh-huh. And it's like, why don't they just expel her? It literally seems like most of the problems are because of her. <laughs> like her and her friends making poor decisions. Yes. And I understand also that she is the solution to a lot of those problems. There, there is a an episode where they they go to expel her, and then um, the friends. Well, she's going to be expelled because the friend did something, and then the friend has to undo things to unexpel the. Yeah. Yeah, but like, if it weren't for the friend, then she would get expelled. Is what. And there was an ent- there was an episode where, like, it was the new season. And she accidentally drank a potion that changed her form. And she had until sundown to get, you know, her old form back. And wouldn't you know it, they didn't get her old form back. So they they had to just... It was almost like a recasting of the main character. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's funny. Um... Um, But yeah, so the girls really like that. And, you know, I'm following along a little bit. It's really just Harry Potter with girls, though. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, let's see here. I watched a couple more episodes of Archer. I think I'm still like an episode or two behind. Um, but it, it continues to be pretty good. Uh, it doesn't look like you've watched any more. No, I've not gotten back to watching any more Archer because I feel as though I have to slog through Archer 99 before I can start watching the new series. For the new season, which has been renewed, I believe, for another season or two. Yeah. Because it's animated, and therefore it can just get done. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, so I watched I watched Archer on uh, YouTube TV one night, and then it auto-played Robot Chicken afterwards, and I watched an episode of that. And it wasn't as terrible as I remembered it being, so I, I watched it all, and it was okay. I like some of Robot Chicken. Yeah. Like, some are a little too weird even for me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I watched an episode of that. Okay. Um, um, I've been passively watching Rick and Morty. Okay. I can have that playing on the TV while I'm playing something in VR. Okay. And I know them so well that I don't actually have to, you know, watch it, watch it. Yeah. Um... I keep seeing things like how like the fifth season's on schedule, but they don't tell us when, when on schedule is going to be. Yeah, it, it'll just happen when it happens. 
we just got to appreciate because um, uh, Justin Roiland has announced that he would prefer for it to be a monthly thing where they just right. come out with one episode every month. But we'll just have to wait and see, see what actually happens. I don't know why they can't just knock them out a week at a time and every week and like they, yeah, they do South Park. South Park. <laughs> um, speaking of South Park, I watched uh, the the web thing of uh, Sassy Justice. Okay. Have you have you heard about this? No, I haven't. They built a deep fake studio and made um like this this video of like a it's a like a news reporter with Trump's face um interviewing like uh Al Gore and Michael Caine about okay. about deep fakes and like I don't know like the it's and then they have like uh, commercials in it for like the dialysis place that has like uh, um, Mark Zuckerberg as the as the guy running it, and it's like it's like deep fakes are crazy. They are. They're they're very weird, and there's going to be. I I would assume there's going to be some legislation about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Because the stuff that they're able to do nowadays, especially if you get an impersonator, like if somebody that can do an impression mm-hmm. of them and it looks roughly like them, like you can get away with a lot. Yeah. And that's this. Uh, yeah, this is that in in practice. Like it's it's like a 15, 20 minute thing. You should probably give it a watch. Yeah, I might check that out. It was it was on Facebook is where I saw it. You can probably catch it on like YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here, I watched a couple anime series. Uh, Blood of Zeus is on Netflix. It's like a eight episode thing, I think. Um, about. A woman who gives birth to two babies from two different fathers at the same time. Yeah, okay. And one of them is like the king's baby and the other one is Zeus's baby. Okay. And um, like they, there's a big fight over them and they get separated. And the, the king gets killed so the, the king's baby becomes the new king. And the the mother and the the other and Zeus's baby get swept away and and protected. And um. And then like uh, was it Hera or whoever finds out about um about how like Zeus had a baby with a mortal woman and. Had babies with everybody. I've had a baby with Zeus, <laughs> but like she gets angry and starts off this, starts all this stuff to, to go through killing Zeus, and and like the there's like this guy that's like a leader of demons, and she's like teaming up with him to, I don't know, 
and then there's like a sword that cuts through anything and like it, there's there's lots of cool stuff uh it is it's super violent <laughs> okay so i shouldn't watch it with the kids right no yeah. um but it was pretty good and then uh there's a crunchyroll original that i was watching on uh hbo max called god of high school and it's about a uh, fighting competition where the winner gets whatever wish they want. And um, you're following like three people who are in it. Um, two guys and a girl. And um, I'm, I'm like three episodes in or something. Three or four. Okay. And, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. And I can't. I can't decide who's going to win because like neither of them have like particularly good reasons to win. But like none of them are like they're also pretty good characters. So like so you don't know truly root for. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I I want to watch more of it, but it's it's pretty good. Okay. Like the Crunchyroll's been doing starting originals uh there's um there's uh god of high school and then there's uh tower of god and these are all based on like uh korean comics okay um but they're they're like japanese anime um but uh they're they've i've watched both of them and they they've they've both been really good I'm like halfway through both of them. <laughs> um, okay. And there's Check a there's a third one coming. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's being compared to um to Avatar: The Last Airbender in its style of animation, and uh, it's also about a guy who is um like trying to I think he's got to like save the world somehow by like closing five seals or something like that and like the world hates him but he's got to save it for some reason and okay um i don't know i'll, I'll probably give it a watch just because these crunchy rolls originals have been really good okay yeah it comes out in the next few months um but yeah that's the the anime i've been watching what have you been watching um, we've been watching and still enjoying Shit's Creek. Okay. Uh, still hard to recommend it. Um, we started season two, and I've been enjoying that. Um, I finished season two of Boys. Okay. Or Boys. And I enjoyed it up until, like, the last episode or so. And kind of, there's stuff that go down, and it, it kind of... It's not really a reboot, but things go off basically how they were at the beginning of the first season. And so I don't know. I mean, I'll probably watch a bit of the sec- or the third season when it comes out, but I, I didn't love it as much as I loved the first season. Okay. So uh, I um I have a group project for for class right now, and uh, the group the group I'm in were they were starting to talk about it because they'd watched it the second season, and I was like, wait, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the second season. And I'm like, okay, we'll we'll be spoiler free. And they were saying just that uh, that the the second season didn't feel like they enjoyed the second season more than the first season because of the character building. Yeah, yeah, but, there's a lot more character building. 
but like it it didn't end as well yeah and i don't know there's a lot of um parallels in what people are actually going through nowadays and like their personal versus their private identities okay so i don't know there's there's a lot of stuff going on there and i didn't hate it i just i didn't like it as much Okay. Yeah. So it's it's limiting my interest in a third season and continuation from that. But okay. I mean, I, I'll probably still check it out though. I I almost watched like the the first episode of the second season today. Like I, I thought about it after they talked about it in my group the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I watched a movie instead. I was like, I I've got like an hour and a half before I record. I was like, what am I going to watch? I was like, hour and a half is about the right time to watch a movie. So I, I watched a movie. Yeah. I've been watching it actually on my quest, and it's one of those things that I can watch like with the kids around. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's all self-contained within me, and I don't feel bad about like walking away or, you know, not coming back to an episode for, you know, two or three days even. Yeah. So that's the way I've been doing that. Um, I also watched the first three episodes of I'm Sorry. Okay. And uh, I watched two of them with you, and then I watched two of them with Sarah, and she's all like, wait, so have you seen the next one? I said, no. She's like, well, it's fine. We're going to have to watch the next one without Gino. (laughs) Uh, But we're both really enjoying it. We both really like it. I like the characters, uh, the the humor that instills. Although I still don't – I can't believe that somebody actually talks like this around their kid. Right. Like, I mean, every parent develops a bit of a filter with their kids, and this person doesn't seem to have one at all, and then is surprised when things get repeated. Right. Which I think is the most ridiculous thing there, because, one, either you're okay with your kid saying that, and you're like, ah, fine, come on, don't be such a dumbass, or, you know, you're going to have a parent who just doesn't say the term dumbass ever around their kid. Right. So, like... Like my favorite bits are, are like when she's trying to explain things to the kid, and she's like, she's like, so, like I I don't know, like, like she'll she'll explain things that in ways that sound normal, and then the kid will be all like, like will take it in a different way than what she obviously yeah, means it. Information the kid gets out of it is completely yeah incorrect. Or, like, she's trying to explain, like, adult things, and the kid's all like, can we do that? Yeah. I mean, there was a time, because we watched one episode where her kid doesn't like black people. Mm-hmm. Or she doesn't like the color of their skin, at least. She, does the, she doesn't seem to actually have any issue with the people themselves. But she doesn't like the color of their skin. And there was a period of time of which I had to be careful when we went outside... Because Zizi would mispronounce the character from Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, really badly. <laughs> and it would be very awkward if we're walking, you know, let's say down a grocery aisle and she sees some macaroni and cheese or something that's got that character on there and she just starts yelling about it. Right. And all the people in my very, you know, culturally diverse neighborhood just start staring at me. <laughs> and I have to be very loudly, yeah, that is Tigger. Right. The character that jumps around and bounces, you know, I have to say that exceptionally loud. So, yeah, all parents go through this. 
it's just, you know, that's the moment when we realize, oh, we've got to watch what we say or we have to, you know, really work on pronunciation of certain words. Right. Yeah, I uh, I watched the rest of that. So I, I am done with watching I'm Sorry, and it makes me very sad. Yeah, it's it's a good show. And it's is it just two seasons? Just two seasons, yeah. Okay. It's like ten so episodes a season. What's that? Ten episodes a season. Okay, well, that's good. We still got plenty ahead of us then. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I also watched the, the most recent Halloween episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was like... Valo Easterween or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one just because we finished the season and it's like, okay, let's just go ahead and watch the Halloween episode. We watched that on Halloween, so Okay. Oh, you haven't finished the new season of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, we haven't, just because I know they're not gonna make any more of it. It's kind of pointless. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. What, what, anything else for me? I watched, um, oh, uh, I watched, uh, the Quibi series. Nice one. Uh, what else? The, what was that one? Uh, nice one on Quibi is, um, it is, uh, the one where they have competitive, uh, compliments. Okay. Um, so it starts off with like three people at podiums and they're uh, comedians and they're um, going through and they're they're giving uh, the bright side of some sort of topic. And uh, it's all like like uh, syphilis was I, I think was one of the and it's all like you get to get back in touch with uh, all of your exes <laughs> or like um. I don't know, like, what was it? There was one that was all like, I can't remember. There were things like, you don't have to spend time with your kids, or, like, I don't know. It, like, they're, they're coming up with, like, things like that for different topics, and then they get scored, and then the top two go to the, the, the face-off sort of thing, and they, they, they compliment each other back and forth. In a, in a funny sort of way, and um, and then like one person wins. Okay. Um, but like it's it's hosted by uh, uh, Ron Funches. Um, and he's he's hilarious. Okay. Um, I'll check that out. What is that on? It's Quibi. Quit. Well, then never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm still watching The Masked Singer. Um, it's been pretty good. They just introduced a new... I guess they're having like three groups this season. So there's like... Let's see here. There's like five, six per group or something like that. So there's like 15 of them, I think, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like there, there are a lot of things to go through, but um, it's it's still enjoyable, and apparently, it's like the number one show on TV. So, yeah, a lot of people enjoy it. 
Um, and then I'm uh, on uh, season seven of Taskmaster. I, uh, I, I watched the intro to season 10 just to see if I recognized any of the faces and I don't. Okay, yeah. Despite uh, all the British television you've been watching. Right, yes. All those Peacock originals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm on season seven. I'm like halfway through a little more. And yeah, it's 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 still really good. I, I just, yeah, we uh, we gave ourselves a big was. break. Yeah. That way we weren't going from like the best season to not the best season. Right. And so we'll we'll come back to that probably in a few weeks or so. You should get caught up and watch the uh, the new season. So I I don't know. Just cause. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Looks like you watched The Expanse. I watched the first episode of Expanse. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of uh, it? I, I started watching this actually like months ago, and I just stopped it, and I never came back to it. And I was like, well, what's something I can watch on VR while the kids are playing? And I was like, oh, I'll watch that. So I watched the first episode, and it's good. It is pretty good. And it's one of those things where like, I knew I would like it. I just, for some reason, had never got around to actually watching it. Right. I've, I've watched like three episodes, I think. I, it's one of those ones where I watched a bit of it and then I, I don't know where I'm at and I can't get back into it without restarting. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff where I'd completely forgotten <laughs> from the first episode. So. Um, but I do want to watch more of it. I just haven't. Um, I read the first book. Oh, there's a book series? Yeah, it is a book series and it's it's a good book series. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to check that out sometime, too. Uh, and that's that's me for TV. Yeah, that's all I've been watching TV-wise. I've been watching a crap ton of movies, so let's go ahead and get on, yours on so I can just get it all out. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, the second Borat movie. How is that? It is... Um, it's not terrible. Did you enjoy the first one? I did. Because we saw the first one in theater, and I just don't see how this can be funny in the house, like, without a group of people, at least, like, a party. Yeah. Like, so this one, um, like, it starts off with him, like, going back to the States and, uh, and then people recognizing him out on the street, so he, he, he puts on, like, different costumes to be out in public. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like the storyline is that he's got a daughter that follows him there and, um, he ends up, he's going to, uh, give his daughter to Mike Pence to, um, make, uh, make things better for Kazakhstan. Okay. And, um... Like it's it's interesting. Uh, like some of it seems like super staged and and it's not. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, when the White House and White House officials have to specifically talk about a movie that's come out, you know, it's full of some shit. 
Okay. Did that that happen? Yeah, because of Rudy Giuliani and a bunch of other stuff. Oh like yeah, they had yeah. To address things. Yeah. I mean, he's very clearly just tucking in his pants. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, it uh, it was it was interesting, um, and it was funny. I laughed out loud a lot. Like, like there's this one bit where he's trying to send a fax back to Kazakhstan. And uh, he finds somebody to send the fax, and like they're like, "What do you want to send?" And he's like, um, "He says send the word sup, 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 s u p." Okay. And he like writes it on a piece of paper and faxes it, and um, uh, he gets a fax back, and it just says "sup?" question mark, and he says, "Respond with chillin'." <laughs> so he's just texting. Yes. That's funny. And like, um, I don't know. It's it's pretty funny. Okay, yeah. So, like, you might give it a watch. I'll watch it at some point, yeah. I watched it on the Oculus. Yeah. Because Becca didn't want to watch it. Well, I watched, like, because I don't watch movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I watched, like, the first like 45 minutes on the oculus and then you, i watched, watched the other 45 minutes fashion. on the tv like two days later <laughs> okay like becca went out to get dinner or something and i i watched the rest of it good to know good to know i'm glad that you're able to watch movies in an episodic fashion yes um and then tonight I watched uh, On the Rocks, that uh, Apple TV movie. Yeah, with uh, Bill Murray and... Uh, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones, that's right. I was going to say... And Marlon Wayans. What's that? And Marlon Wayans. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he plays the husband. Okay. Um, and it's... It, it's pretty good. Um... It's kind of artsy and not as much happens as I want to happen. Like I wanted there to be more, more action, more drama, more something to it. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just, it's slightly funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, most of Bill Murray's stuff is basically that way anyway. Yeah. Like his character's great. Um, it's just the. I wanted more to happen in the story than it did. Okay. Uh, and that's that's movies for me. Yeah, you watched a ton. I did. Uh, so we as a family, we sat down and we watched The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Okay. And it is bad. It is a <laughs> very bad movie. And I do not recommend in including that in your Halloween lineup. Okay. Um, I also watched Vegas Vacation just because I've been playing a lot of virtual poker. Okay. And I felt the need to do that. And it's good. It's still good. Uh, but as a new thing that I watched, I watched Vivarium, which is Jesse Eisenberg and, uh, Imagine Poots, I think is her name. Yeah. Imogen. Um, but what they're, they're house shopping and they end up getting locked in this suburb where they have to raise this weird kid. 
Yeah. And it is is a weird and messed up movie. Okay. And there's all kinds of things that you can talk about. Like, uh, once you become a parent, you're trapped. Or as soon as you get into suburbia, you're trapped within this lifestyle and you can't change. And it's slowly draining the life out of you. But it's just weird. And it's also down. It is just such a down movie. Okay. Why'd you watch Uh, it? (laughs) What's that? Why'd you watch it? I was watching stuff on the Oculus, and I was like, "Oh, I'll I'll give this a try." I remember trailers for this. Okay. And I was waiting for you know the moment to happen, and it just kept getting worse and worse. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's see. I watched Love and Monsters. All right. How was that? Uh, which is a new movie. Uh, it's it's about a guy who like uh, basically. Uh, the apocalypse has happened, and anything that is cold-blooded, so any insects and reptiles and amphibians, just suddenly become massive and mutated. And they decimate the world population to, like, down to 5%. Like, there's just 5% of people left, and they're living in bunkers. And this guy had a girlfriend before, and um, he's, like, been in touch with her via the radio, and then he suddenly decides you know what, I'm going to go seven days across the land on top and meet back up with her. And, you know, some hilarity ensues. It's got um, oh, Michael Roker. Okay. The guy that plays um, Hondo from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, yeah. Um, it's got um, a couple other people, not like big names, but it was good. It was really well done. Um, the monsters all look really good. The graphics are really good. It's one of those things that I'm sure was going to be released in theaters. Um, and I would have enjoyed it if I saw it in theaters. It was, it was definitely a good movie. It's worth watching. It's not too scary. Um, it's an interesting universe. And I foresee like at least a television series or another series of movies coming out from it. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, me and the kids, we watched Over the Moon, which is an animated musical um, based upon like a bunch of Chinese lore, like about a girl who goes up and has to live in her live on the moon, and she's separated from her warrior boyfriend or husband or whatever. And so this girl wants to travel up to the moon to meet her, and so she builds a spaceship. And there's got like it's got like ping pong. It's got all kinds of interesting foods. Moon cakes, and it was really good. It was the kids really enjoyed it, and it was a fun musical. I was really surprised of how good of a musical it was. Um, it's got uh, what, what's his name, Kim Jong. Okay. Uh, and that's the only person that I recognize their voice, but it's it's well voice acted, and I'm sure it did well in China. But like, even my kids really enjoyed it. And that's available on Netflix. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, we watched Adam's Family, the live-action one from, like, 93. Oh, okay. And uh, we also watched um, Interview with a Vampire, which is from, like, 91, 92, something like that. Okay. And I have to say that the early to mid-90s was the peak of practical effects. Okay. <laughs> and the effects still hold up today like interview with the vampire for one is just phenomenal it is aged really well 
Um, the acting is is good. It's very you know, vampire angst. But like the effects and everything is just so well done. There's just a couple scenes where it just doesn't quite match up. Mm-hmm. Um, but same thing for Adam's family. But we watched that as a family, and the kids were enjoying it. And then at one point, um, somebody like uh, Wednesday shot an apple that was in public public Pugsley's mouth with a crossbow. Mm-hmm. And Violet goes, and the reason why they did that is because they're monsters and things that would hurt us. They enjoy. And I was like, yeah, that's the best way to look at that. Because ZZ's into archery, and I don't want her shooting an apple in Violet's mouth. Right? Like, there's that's the only thing about the Adams Family movies is that, you know, if kids actually try to imitate any of this stuff, they're going to kill someone. Yeah. And it also involved a lot of questions like, what is electrocution? What is decapitation? Okay. You know, so it was educational as well. Um, but I also watched, uh, Cabin in the Woods and Shaun of the Dead because we were just talking about how I love, uh, horror comedies and Shaun of the Dead and Cabin in the Woods are both very good examples of that. Yes. Um, that and Dale and Tucker versus Evil are, I think, three of my favorite, uh, horror comedies Mm -hmm. because they all, while being comedy versions of them, there's still an entry within their genres. Like Shaun of the Dead is still very much a zombie movie. Cabin in the Woods is very much, you know, teen vacation slasher. And Dale and Tucker versus Evil is very much the, you know, slasher, rednecks in the woods kind of a thing. But it flips it on its head because it's the perspective of those rednecks. And so I highly recommend all of those. Um, I know it's not Halloween, but for some people it's Halloween year round. So, you know, go out and enjoy those. <laughs> Um, and also, me and Sarah, we, we enjoyed uh, some items that you can get here in Colorado, and we watched Pineapple Express, and <laughs> it was still very funny. <laughs> have you ever seen Pineapple Express? It's been a while, but I have. There's just a fight scene between uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Danny What's-His-Face, and uh, James Franco, where they're fighting, and it's the most genuine fight scene ever caught on film because it's guys who don't actually want to hurt each other, but they definitely do kind of want to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And the way they're throwing punches, like they're, it, they're literally like hitting each other in the ass and, you know, like falling down all over everything. And it's just one of those movies where it's just, it's very genuine. And the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that it's, it's basically just a rom-com, but instead it's just starring two dudes. <laughs> okay. And I, I enjoyed those a lot. So, yeah, I've watched a lot of movies and everything over the past few weeks. Because I'm able to watch some stuff while the kids are around. Right. I commented that to, to Becca earlier. I was like, yeah, you just go to your own little world. and Yeah, and they come over. They know when I've got my thing up. They come over and they tap on my foot. And, you know, I'll take my headset off and I'll help them with whatever they need. Or they can holler for me. Um. But, you know, they know that when I've got my headset on that I'm not necessarily directly paying attention to them. And right. they're usually fine with that. So are your, are your kids going to, like, you know, in, like, 20 years be all, like, grew up with my dad would always be in some virtual world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for true augmented reality. I'm, right, I'm waiting yeah. for us all to upgrade our eyes 
and for that to be the thing. Right. Connect to the feed. Exactly. We're all part of the feed. We're going to bask in the feed. So unit, man. So unit. Hmm. All right. Is that all you've watched? Yeah, that's all I've watched. All right. uh, but if you have any other comedy horrors that you want me to watch, uh, let me know. I'm still kind of in that mood. I didn't watch enough of them over the Halloween season. And you can reach out to us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. Um, what the, I, I was checking the mail and there's the email and there's, uh, I don't know. I thought it was oh. a real email and it was not a real email. Oh, okay. It was just spam. Cause I was going to say, do, do we have to read this online or you I, said we would do that? I got I got fooled. Okay, it's just spam. Yeah, but it says it's from like a name, like, uh, and then it says I just spent way over the odds for pillows, and it was worth it. Okay. I I have no idea what this is. I'm gonna unsubscribe anyway. Okay. Well, maybe one of our listeners subscribed us to uh, some sort of a spam bot. Maybe. And, I mean, we appreciate you sending out emails via that way. <laughs> That's not quite what we were asking for. Right. I mean, if you're going yeah. to sign us up for things that are about pillows, I want them to be like girls in pillow fights. Yes. Yeah. We have to have dirty pillows. Dirty pillows. Gross. Dirty. Pi Welcome to Dirty Pillow Talk, episode seventy-three. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we should wrap this up. So. Um... I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show, email mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Leave us a message, a voice message at message.mediamondayshow.com. Yeah, and we'll see you all in two weeks. All right. All right thank you. Bye-bye.